Hey, welcome to Meta Minutes, your bite-sized pieces of the Metaverse. My name is Rene from Valorum Reply, and today we're going to talk about public policies for the Metaverse and much more, actually. And I'm very honored to have a special expert guest today, the fantastic Sophia Moshasha. Hi, Sophia, and welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Rene. Awesome. Well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background as it relates to the Metaverse for all the folks that might not know you? Yeah, I have been in uh, an immersive technologies now called the Metaverse for about seven years now. And um, it really drew me to the, the industry um, because it was just so easy to understand and relate to, especially coming from like a marketing background. And I understood how it um, related to uh to empathy for people um and then and then how that translates across all industries so i've been doing a lot in this space again across all industries and and helping clients helping partners um figure out how to apply the technologies to those um those relevant spaces nice and, and like you said you have been working in the ar vr and, and now like you said metaverse community since many years and um, are very also strongly involved in the community. And in fact, I remember we met in person the first time uh, when you actually interviewed me for the VR and AR Associations podcast, which was five years ago. Can you imagine? It's like time flies. Huh? It's crazy. But any <laughs> yeah, but anyhow, let's start with a simple but also complex question, actually. What is the metaverse for you and where do you see the potential? The metaverse is right here, and this is part of it, right? We're in it. It's all these digital virtual technologies kind of coming together um, cohesively, kind of being able to move in and out of spaces um, and potentially even carry your identity across those different spaces. Ideally, they would be 3D immersive spaces, um, but then interconnecting with all the other emerging technologies that are coming to fruition now. And we can only begin to imagine what that will become. But I think that um, all of us kind of had this baseline standard understanding expectation that the metaverse is going to be um, interconnected 3D worlds, um, persistent worlds that we can uh, convey our personal identity through um, across those worlds and be able to do um, pretty much everything that we could do in real life besides eat and sleep. Although I'm sure some people are trying that as well. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, create opportunities for learning, for connection, for commerce, um, and grow the economy in, um, in exponentially ways across the globe. Um, that's a that's a lovely definition. And in fact, like you said, like, oh, maybe some folks are actually sleeping in VR or whatever. Um, I think I remember there was one guy that actually tried it for a few days to basically just live in a virtual world and an empty apartment or something like this and had all, all of the stuff set up virtually. Right. And uh, which is, oh, man, that's very dystopian. I don't I don't buy into this, of course. Right. It's like. It's, that's also a misconception you often hear from a lot of folks like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to do this. I don't want to live in this pure virtual thingy world. And some people really think that this is a replacement for the real world. Like, what? No, we love the real world. We need the physical world. I mean, right. Well, well kind of, this is how I relate it. I, you know, I use social media a lot 
as well a lot to, to stay connected to people. And I think that the combination of all of these tools is what I call them, the tools on your t- tool belt um, to be able to uh, to stay connected, to stay relevant, to, you know, continue with, you know, personal and business affairs um, is the utilization of all of these tools that we have uh, available to us to include the in-person real life connections, which we can't exclude because no nothing can replace seeing someone in, in real life and being with them in real life. But then being able to stay connected in the meantime through virtual mediums, through um, social media. Um, and I think all of these things are, are just as equally important or we will become equally important to be able to uh, maintain those connections with the people that we meet. Yeah. Fully, fully agreed. And it's, it's rather an enhancement, right, of today's kind of digital collaboration and communication tools mm-hmm. rather than a replacement of the physical world. So that's the, I guess that's the main point. But anyhow, we, we also probably all of us, maybe also the audience, heard about issues that are happening in certain metaverse platforms. I'm not going to put out names there, but, um, you know, there are people get harassed, even kids, you know, get harassed in these platforms because like parents, they just bought them like a VR device for Christmas or whatever, and then they give it to them and, you know, just like, hey, do whatever you want without a- any instructions or like a little bit of oversight or something. And well, they, then you might go into these platforms where it's pretty much the Wild West at the moment, right? Which is cool to some degree. I mean, there's certain, I would say, creative and innovative things that come out of these kind of, hey, I can do anything I want. But also to some degree, it's not cool when harassments happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is the really a red line. And um, I guess this is also one of the reasons why public policies are needed. And what do you think, uh, why is it important to look into these policies and regulations for the metaverse? And maybe you can also tell us a little bit about some of the policies and regulations that are top of mind um, at the moment and the motivation, basically. Yeah. Well, first of all, let me preface it by saying, you know, it's like, you know, this is like the fruition of the modern day Internet where, you know, all the chat rooms were popping up and a lot of kids were on that, too, back in the day. And there was this search in the web like like it, it didn't matter. And the parents had no idea. They don't know what's, what's out there um, and what they should be aware of. So first and foremost, it's just responsible usage by the individual. Um, as we need to do with watching TV, with using the internet and these different devices. Um, and now there's like parental controls on, on these things as well. So I think we'll, we'll come to a time where, you know, once adoption, uh, you know, gains traction, you know, policymakers and other organizations are, you know, they're, they, I, they already are, but they're going to continue to care more about helping people use this technology responsibly because it's not really going anywhere, right? Um, and it's it can be used for really great things. But, you know, things like, I mean, I don't know. In these virtual worlds, you know, identity theft means something completely different, right, than what we're used to right now. And again, we can just begin to imagine what that could be like and the implications of that. Um you know, things like deep fakes and, you know, just being able to truly pretend that you are embodying someone else. And, you know, with how believable things are in these different worlds and environments, being able to embody somebody else and pretend like you are them is a lot more compelling than, you know, a chat bot 
or an email coming to you from a recognizable, seemingly recognizable source. Um, and so I think that, you know, that is can definitely be of danger, especially when we're developing relationships in these deeper ways with um, beings that we believe and perceive to be real. Um, so I think that is definitely top of mind. Um, you know, cybersecurity definitely, uh, definitely folds into uh, the metaverse. And I know the FBI uh, is just beginning to start to figure out what they should be caring about. And I, I think it's it's definitely a good time to have these conversations to get out in front of um, mass adoption so we can, again, deploy responsibly because it is the Wild West and it can become even more messy once it's out there in the ether. And, you know, we're, we're deploying to the masses without having thought about some of the things and the regulations that we should be thinking about up front. It becomes really hard to reel it back in. So it's, it's really important to have these conversations now. Um, you know, even with uh, safety, with using the hardware itself, I know Underwriters Laboratory is working on a certification for um, standards for hardware development as well, safety standards for hardware development. Um, but again, it's hard to get sign off on these things because everything is still new and we don't want to hinder innovation at the same time. So how do we balance these two um, priorities, I guess, um, while continuing, while being able to innovate within the realm of safety standards and policy standards? Um, so um, there is definitely a lot of back and forth, but I believe that everybody is excited about uh, the possibilities of this. Um, and so I, the conversations are, that I've heard have just been, they've been great, you know, and, and again, it, it, it comes down at least for right now um, and then moving into the future to just personal responsibility of how you use these technologies. The good thing is with the metaverse is if you do get harassed in the metaverse, you can just take off your headset. Uh, but there are, you know, I, I, I do see um, different things being implemented, like, uh, like personal space bubbles around you or the host of environment of an environment um, can moderate the, the users and um, put restrictions on users for access to different worlds and things like that. Um, you know, the, the, the good thing is because each platform, each metaverse platform is its own and it's not necessarily regulated by, you know, an overarching, overarching umbrella, uh, the owners of each platform or each world within each platform can really have, um, their own kind of resignation over what happens there. Um, and, and so I think it's good because the, we just have a lot more opportunity for policing, you know, these worlds and acting upon, uh, you know, bad behavior as it go as it comes. Uh, so rather than putting like a ticket into Twitter and waiting like three, four weeks for a response, you know, um, because everything is so real time, we need to be able to act in real time as well. Um, so, yeah, those, those are the couple some of the things that I've come across. But uh, from what I've seen and what I've heard, um you know, the right people are having the right conversations now. Uh, and that's really exciting because it just goes to show and prove that um, this is a real thing and it's going to continue to grow. Yeah. 
It's a, it's a very good point. And I can give you another signal, or maybe probably you already have seen it, but um, the European Commission, the European Union, basically, um, the, the president, Ursula von der Leyen, like in her State of the Union, she basically put the metaverse as one of the topics for the, the European Commission to look into in the next couple of years, right? I heard about and, that. Yeah. And so that's that's exciting for me being a European person, right? Like living in Germany and being affected by laws there. Um, but it's I think it's both, right? It's an opportunity. Uh, I hope they just don't mess it up with overregulations because this can happen sometimes and this will hinder innovation and, you know, research and things like this. Uh, but it, it, something needs to happen. And I fully agree. And it's great to hear what you said that the right folks are talking with each other. And so let's let's see what comes out of it. And um, hopefully we can influence it a little bit so that it comes in a good way, right? Absolutely. All right, let's talk about another topic. Um, at AWE, the Augmented World Expo, a couple of months ago, I think it was June or July, um, you took part in something quite novel I have not seen before, which was called at the Meta Traversal, A Day in the Life. Mm -hmm. And folks, you have to look it up on uh, YouTube or whatever. It's pretty amazing. It's um, It was basically a stage play with uh, quite a twist. So tell us all about it. Yeah, so um, a group of us, I think it was like 15 or 17 people in this cast, like all like all stars of the industry. So it was super fun to work with them. Um, we basically did a stage play, live stage play of what it could be like using this these different immersive technologies, metaverse technologies, um, in a day in the life of someone. So it, so it involved a lot of um, personal and family and friends matters um, and interactions, as well as a lot of the professional stuff as well, um, to just showcase how we could reuse these technologies in real life, right? We talk about them a lot, but um, it's very rare, rare that we actually see the realistic applications of this for on a consumer level right because mm -hmm. right now there are there's a lot of there's a lot of deployment of this technology but they're in like enterprise settings and those types of things um and so we just wanted to show what it would be like with people using these technologies so it was it was very interesting because <laughs> technology in itself um you know is great when it works and then sucks when it doesn't. However, doing that live on stage and then switching out different, you know, hardware and software platforms with, between each scene, between different people um, was tough. And we only had three days all in person together to rehearse this. Um, the, all the other rehearsals were done virtually, which I guess you know, makes sense considering we're using virtual technologies. So we got a lot done during those virtual rehearsals. Um, however, to do this on stage, there's definitely some considerations that need to be taken that, you know, we had a lot of foresight on, but there's a lot that, uh, a lot of lessons learned there actually as well, which which we hope to come together and, and talk about during, you know, the next AWE or, or one of the um, XR conferences coming up because, um, it's it, it's so there's some great lessons learned in terms of like, um, you know, making sure you have the right lighting, and making sure that you know like the person that was setting up the headset for me was on it on the ground level, and then bringing the headset up headset up to me on stage, um, where, <laughs> yeah, where then I had to use it and I was like ten feet tall instead of being on the ground like I should have been like those types of things 
are um, are things to keep in mind. And then there's a, there's a lot more. But what I thought was really cool about it was just looking at the script itself was really interesting because the stage directions that were um, that were put in the script are very metaversey. Uh, <laughs> and things that you wouldn't go in regular stage plays. And we're talking about um, different directional cues from within these virtual worlds that we need to do. Walk to the left, walk through the portal. And then like those types of things that you wouldn't really see in real life. So um, it was really interesting just the scripting of this play itself. Um and it was awesome. We used a combination of VR, of AR, you know, how it would be used with friends, how it would be used in, in professional settings. And I think uh, from what I've heard, people people loved it. They loved being a part of it. They loved seeing it. And nothing works perfectly, which is, it's, a, it's okay. And I love doing it around people in our industry that are totally understanding of this and just want to see something new and novel and um, and love the trials and tribulations that come with it. And um, and they're totally down for it. So it, it was really cool doing it amongst peers that, um, that wanted to see something new and were totally understanding of things breaking and, and not working all the way correctly. Um, and it was just, it was just really fun to do. Well, we, we all have been there, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe not in such a such a strong and complex situation, but we all have been doing demos and things break. And so we, we, we can appreciate and feel for it. So yeah, that's, uh, well, that's and, awesome. and a big prerogative of, again, of, of doing this stage play was to <clears throat> showcase not only these technologies, but um, like metaverse capabilities of being of being interoperable, being able to portal from one place to another. So we used a lot of, actually most of what we used was WebXR platforms um, because our particular team does a lot around the immersive web and um, kind of showcasing the capabilities there. And we believe that's where true metaverse capabilities are you know, going to continue to evolve and grow, um, being able to connect these different disparate virtual worlds and platforms together. So we did a lot of that live on stage and we thought that was important. This is great. Yeah, I mean, WebXR is just fantastic. Uh, having a wide reach to pretty much anyone that has a browser, right? Absolutely. So this is, this is awesome. No app installation needed. So this is great. <laughs> Are we going to see a sequel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> We all we we've been talking about it. We've been talking about it. Um, yeah, it's a lot of work, but yes, we will. Just just stay tuned. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, um, really exciting, and thank you so much for chatting with us. Uh, we're already at the end of our short show here. We could talk for many more hours, and would love to learn more about your insights. But thank you so much, Sophia. Uh, very much appreciated. Absolutely, thank you. Well, and thanks everyone for joining us for Meta Minutes, your bite-sized pieces of the Metaverse. Watch our blog, follow our social media channels, subscribe to the YouTube to hear all about the next upcoming episodes. And of course, visit our website to watch all the previous episodes. Until then, take care and see you soon in the Metaverse.